Today's podcast is brought to you by Lander. Based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag-and-drop instant mastering service by Mix Genius. So uh, just being a listener to today's podcast, we're going to give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. You go there, you're going to get a free trial. Uh, that's two free MP3s of your master. Check it out. Let me know what you think. But most importantly, let Lander know that Straight Out the Den sent you. Uh, today's podcast is also brought to you by Raps and Hustles. Uh, Raps and Hustles provide reposting services on their SoundCloud. They also offer video services if you're in the tri-state area. So go to rapsandhustles.com right now. That's R-A-P-S-A-N-D-H-U-S-T-L-E.com. Okay. I know it's been a minute. I took off last week. I did not give you guys a podcast. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you. Some of you guys didn't hit me up about it. I was expecting some people to, to be upset like you guys normally are. But um, I didn't get that many comments about there not being a podcast. So I don't know. Maybe you had a busy week like me. Either way, um, definitely let me know what's going on with you. I, I felt for today I was going to be a little bit late back, kind of sit back and talk with you guys about some different things. Um, I had a few ideas that really just came to mind as I started recording today's podcast. But uh, just really, I just been been busy, and that's no excuse. I know you guys are listening and waiting intentionally, and um, I even had a couple of people said that hey, you had a week off, so we just went back and listened to some old episodes. So thank you uh, for doing that. Uh, there's plenty of information there. Whenever I take a week off, uh, just know that there's plenty in the archives. You can go back and listen again, and you know maybe you missed something the first go around. But anyway, man, I, I'm here. I'm here now. Um, it's like I said, it's been one of those weeks. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, um, going out of town, uh, DJing. Um, and, and so, um, in the midst of all of that, uh, the schedule has been very hectic. And, and so I, I, I figured out I have to change when I record the podcast It's just something that simple. Um, I also figured out that I'm in desperate need for an assistant. I need some help. I need, um, and that can be a virtual assistant. That can be somebody here local in Atlanta. But I do need somebody that I can rely on to handle certain tasks um, at the drop of a dime. And I also need someone that's preferably not an artist, um, not a producer, um, not a singer, songwriter. I need someone who is just strictly analytical and um, passionate about what they want to do and passionate about you can be passionate about music that's great uh but just not in the the creative space of being an artist or a producer um i just just being realistic that's that's kind of it's kind of hard to deal with with that um in that aspect there's only a very select few of people that i've worked with in that capacity that that um are very helpful. And I do have a couple of those people on the team right now, but they're doing something else. I, I need someone who I can call on to be an assistant uh, to help out with some day-to-day tasks here uh, with, with the company. So if you think that's you, all you got to do is send me your resume. Um, you can send it directly to me. I'm going to put this email out, um, but send me that directly to resume at straightoutthedan.com. All right, that's resume at straightoutthedan.com. Send that there. I'm going to get it. I'm going to check it out. Uh, like I said, preferably, um, and actually this is a requirement. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just draw the line there. Say no artists, uh, no producers. Um, 
just no, I, I don't want that for an assistant. What I do want is somebody that's very analytical, someone that is passionate about music, passionate about creating um, and creating content. Um, that's what I'm looking for right now. And somebody that has a schedule, preferably someone between the ages of 18 and 24, that's really in college and trying to figure out some things and, and, and know where they want to be and have the free time uh, to really uh, work on some things that need to be done here to uh, just fine-tune some things here at the dance So once again, if that's you resume Dot com excuse me resume at straight out the den.com. All right, so Now that we got that business out the way I want to get into the subject for today and that's gonna be we're strictly talking about what you should do and should not do getting ready for these festivals, right? So A3C is right around the corner. Um, it's October 5th through the 9th. And I know that Atlanta is going to be flooded with um, hungry artists and people that are very passionate about uh, what they have going on. And, and you're going to be... Uh, you're going to be very intentional about getting your information out. And so um, I know I've, if you've heard some of the older podcasts, I kind of went through some of these things, but I just kind of want to put that back in the air again. I know uh, that, you know, we have a lot of new listeners. And so instead of you having to dig through those archives, I want to kind of give you some things that you can work with now, because I know you're going to be going through and, and you probably already have made some mistakes um, leading up to next week. And I want to try to get you to stop before you go ahead. So um, I'll tell you right now to take this time to go and get a pen and pencil. Um, yes, I'm being very teacher like right now, but I think it's very important that you get these tips down because you don't want to do this. That can guarantee that it's not going to be effective for you um, while you're at A3C and you're in Atlanta. So pause for effect. You go and do that. Take a few moments and uh, you can come right back. OK, so now that you have your uh, pen, paper, um, or your phone out or neither, um, you should have something. Uh, I think this is the perfect time just to really dive into what I'm, I'm going to be talking about. Right. So uh, this is going to be very quick, very short, very sweet and to the point. I'm just going to give you three things. That's it. Just three things that are going to make your life a whole lot easier doing A3C and any other festival at that point. And then I have some questions from um, audience members that um wanted to get answered. And so I'll make sure I address all of those by the end of the podcast. So, um, the number one thing that you want to do, leave your expectations at home, wherever you're from, leave them there because there's a good chance that none of the stuff that you plan for is going to, going to work out, right? You're at a festival that's going to last about three to four days. And there's going to be a lot of, uh, moving around a lot of moving pieces. A lot of people that by the end of the festival are pretty much hip hop out. Um, so I say leave your expectations at, at, at the door, right? And, and I'm not saying that to be negative. I'm just saying that to be realistic. You have to understand that you are one of about 20,000 that's trying to get on um, in a very small and limited space at a festival that's all hip hop. And everyone is going to be typically doing the same thing that you're trying to do, right? So you have to think outside of the box. So that's why I say leave your expectations at home. So that's the first thing, right? The second thing that you want to do, and please, I can't stress it enough, leave the CDs at home. <laughs> I know you may be thinking that I'm going crazy. It's like, no, man, I'm going to be around so many people. There are so many opportunities for people to hear my music. You're absolutely right. 
What you don't want to do is come down with a thousand CDs that you've had pressed up um, promo materials and just hand them out to random strangers that are going to use them as either Frisbees or they're going to use them as um, drink uh, coasters, paperweights, you know, throwing them in a the trash. All of that stuff is going to happen. You're going to walk and you're going to see your CD and your face on the ground and people constantly stepping over it and all of that. Leave the CDs at home. Now, you don't have to leave all of them. You can bring about 20. That's that's fine. Uh, what, what I typically tell any artist to do, if you're going to plan to give someone a CD, make sure you've had a five to 10 minute conversation with them. And then ask them like, hey, man, you know, really enjoyed the conversation. I don't know if you're taking CDs, but um, if you want to hear some of my music, I have something here for you. It's up to you. If you don't want it, trust me, man, I'd rather keep it and give it to the next person. But if you do want to hear it and, and you think you're going to get an opportunity to listen, then I'd love to, you know, give you a CD. Do something like that because now you, you've taken all the guesswork out. You're not just randomly handling, like, your music shouldn't be a random sample. It should be a very controlled sample of of your audience, right? So if you have a thousand CDs and you're just going to pass out a thousand CDs to random strangers and, and hoping that, you know, you're going to do that law of averages, then yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. Uh, but you can be a little more effective if, if you're proactive about, um, how you want to approach giving your music out. Right. So I would rather hold 25 to 30 CDs to take with you, um, and, and make, make it, your purpose during the festival to talk to 30 influencers, right? 30 people that you know that can really move in the city. Um, if I was you coming down to the festival, I wouldn't focus so much on performances, right? Now, don't get me wrong. If you're a fan of hip hop, you're, you're going to want to see some performances, but the live shows is not where it's at for A3C, in my opinion, right? This is just my opinion. The real networking is done at the conferences. Right. Um, if you're in the conference center, wherever that's going to be, you're going to be able to talk to a lot of people that are have their guards down. Right. They're, they're at a festival. They're having a good time. They're not really worrying about the mumble jumble of, of um, life in the industry, per se. They're just there to have a good time. And so you have people that are very relaxed. You know, you'll be rubbing elbows with um, some heavy influencers here um, in Atlanta. And they're excited to be in Atlanta at a festival that's all about what they love. Right. So I would say stick around the festivals. Um, don't focus too many. Now, if you have an artist that's your favorite artist and you want to see them perform, by all means, go do that. I'm not telling you not to do that. But uh, the most networking is going to be done at the conference center. And if you're very smart, you're going to go to the SAE um, center um, when they're doing like the engineering and the stretch academy because you have people that are kind of very low key at that point. Um, and that's where you can really get some good networking going because I, I remember the first year I wouldn't know like maybe the second or third year that I went Brian Michael Cox Jazzy Faye you just had people that were just like very low-key just looking for people to talk to them right um, and, and so there's ways to network and there's ways to do it but if I were you I would you know definitely leave those expectations at the door don't bring your whole catalog of CDs, leave those CDs at home, bring a very limited amount to network and pinpoint, you know, the people that you want to talk to. And the third point, like I said, you want to stick to the conference center. Don't worry about those performances, stick to the conference center. the festival grounds is cool. People are laid back. They're talking, 
drinking beers, watching performances, but you're not going to be able to get good networking done, no, mainly because there's loud music that's going to be played and nobody wants you to scream in their ear um, to try to network. You know, it's just it's going to you're going to have a hard time doing that way. So stick to the conference center. It's quiet. Um, you have a bunch of people that are kind of just like finding their way. Not to mention there's a lot of informative information uh, that's going around. So stick there. That That's that's, you know, my, my tip to you. So just to recap, three things, very three things. I told you it wasn't going to be a whole lot. It was going to be very quick. Three things. Number one, leave your expectations at home. Number two, leave those CDs at home. Number three, stick to the conference center. Short, sweet, simple. That's the way to go. OK. All right. So I had quite a few questions um, that came my way. And I want to take the time out um, to, to answer those questions here. I'm getting a call right now, and I don't know who this call is, so I'm trying to wait for this call to hang up before I go to it. All right, cool. So um, the homie Prohaze on Instagram is P-R-O-H-A-I-Z-E. He asked uh, a bevy of questions here, so I'm going to try my best to get to all of these. Um, I told him that I would, so... Uh, here, here goes nothing. So um, he said, outside of hip hop, what do you keep in rotation? Um, man, to be honest with you, I listen to being a blogger. Sometimes it's hard to listen to a lot of music because I'm, I'm always listening to music. And, and I was talking about this weekend while I was out of town at a show uh, with the, with Jay Coop and, and uh, Big Steve. We were just talking about how. You know, um, I listen to so much music, I kind of envy the fact that they know so many lyrics now. That used to be me. I used to be able to learn lyrics very quickly. But now it's because I have to listen to so much music, I don't really get the opportunity to really digest uh, lyrics. And so it takes me a while to learn lyrics, um, as opposed to how I used to be able to just spit them out at random. So um, I'll say outside of hip hop, man, I'm a real like huge fan of like funk. I love funk music. Um, it's probably my favorite genre um, outside of hip hop. I can listen to funk all day long, man. And and I have quite a few uh, funk records, uh, mainly 45s, but I, I want to collect a little bit more of those. But I absolutely love funk music. And that's thunder right there. I'm recording this while uh, a storm is passing by. So um, if you hear that, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Pro Hayes also asked, what are three places you have to visit before it's too late? Um, man, I've never been out the country. Uh, and so I, I definitely want to do that. I want to go. Um, I, I wanted to go to Brazil and I still want to go to Brazil. It's just when I was younger, I wanted to go to Brazil for all the wrong reasons. Uh, and we won't get into that. But I do want to go to Brazil. I want to go to. Um, uh Paris, you know, I want to do that whole European tour. Uh, so I won't limit myself to just one seat. I want to do that whole European tour where I can kind of see all of those sites. And truth be told, I want to go to Cali, man. I've never been to Cali, believe it or not. I've never been to Cali and I feel like I should go uh, very soon. And uh, it's going to happen. It's, it's just me holding myself back from going. But I have too much family out there and I should I should have been gone, but I haven't gone. So those are three places right there. Um who is one of your biggest role models and why? Um, my biggest role model, honestly, is my pops, man. Like, uh, just to be real with you. Um, and I'll tell you the reason why very quickly. Growing up, I saw my dad, like, 
always have his own business, always was able to call his own shots, always able to move freely. Like he can come to games if he wanted to. He was my coach for a lot of uh, my, my youth. But uh, he was able to, you know, just be there. If we wanted to go on vacation, there was no questions asked. Of course, we had to save up money to go on vacation, but there there was no requesting time off. It was like, hey, we're going on vacation this date. Boom, let's go. Um, and so just that, that boss mentality of uh, being in control of his own destiny, that was always um, inspiring to me as a kid and even as an adult now. Um, and the other reason why is just because, like, um, his close attention to being a good person, right? Um, my dad is one of those type of dudes where if you need help, he'll stop what he's doing to go and help you out. And, and, I, and I took that from him too. And sometimes that's to our detriment. Like uh, people will try to take advantage of, of that, knowing that you're somebody that can, you know, literally help at the drop of a dime. You're really to help, willing to help people out. Um, but I, I took that trait from him as well. And just the ability to pick up just about anything and learn it. My dad at a time, he when computers, um, when everybody didn't have a computer, um, my dad picked up, you know, how to um, basically build computers. And so he would uh, come up to Atlanta and buy components and build a computer and sell them. Um, so he just he, he learned all of that on his own just by reading. And so that that's you know, I, I take a lot of that stuff to heart now, man. And so he's uh, he is my biggest role model. Um, if I could be any superhero for a day, who would would you be and what will you do? Um, man, I really don't think about being a superhero, man. I, I really just think about just being me and, and trying to live a legacy and, and um, leave a legacy and just try to be the biggest role model that I can to somebody. Because I know there's somebody that's watching, you know, um, whether they acknowledge it or not, or, or not, they are watching. And, and so I just try to live my life accordingly that way. Uh, but if I had to choose a superhero, man. Uh, it would probably be maybe Superman. I just remember growing up, I used to, um, try to draw and I was the type of draw where I would look at a picture and copy it. And I remember, uh, drawing a picture of Superman, just thinking how cool it would be just to kind of fly around, um, at, at will and, and be where I want to be either that or like, you know, maybe like Star Trek or something with some telepathic, um, you know, transportation or is that it? Uh, I guess that's it. Like where I can be in one place today and then think about it and be in another place. That'd be pretty cool. Cause I, I'll go to Cali or I go to, to Brazil. Those other places that I talked about earlier. Uh, the other one said the top three baddest female celebs in the nineties. Um, Man, I don't know. You got me thinking hard about that. I will say growing up um, and, and even to this day, like, dude, Sanal Lathan, probably Nia Long and um, oh man, I don't know, uh, maybe like Vanessa Williams or something like that. I, I really uh, I, 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 those top two, though, Sanal Lathan and Nia Long, particularly Sanal Lathan, like my wife would tell you that I love Sanal Lathan, Sanal Lathan, and Paula Patton, like those are my two um, women that. You know, I just have crushes on them. I, I absolutely love those two women. So, um, but I love you too, boo. I love my wife. So, um, let's see. Here we go. So, from the Renaissance, it is the dot Renaissance on Instagram. You said, talk about how important social media is versus real life connections to fans. Um, in a nutshell, man, to answer that question, social media is important. However, real life connections are way better. 
Um, you can be whoever you want to be on social media. Um, and that's that's great. However, when you meet someone in person, you can't really change that up. The way they perceive you in person is how they're going to see you for the rest of your life. So um, the rest of their life, social media, people know that you can say something like, oh, you know, the jury looks good or uh, the fast cars and all that looks good. We can know that you're flexing for the gram or, or whatever. But if I see you in person and you're one way, then that's the way that I'm going to remember you. Right. Uh, and so that's the thing about social media. Social media can put this glam and this glitter um, on everything. But um, you have to kind of live up to that off of social social media. So I, I really invite people to be you regardless. You know, if you create this character, uh, yes, that's cool because you can shut that character off. But if that character becomes bigger than who you are, Eventually, you're going to try to find yourself in that character. And, and me, I'm just somebody that I never want to have to find myself. Um, I, one thing that I learned earlier on is that I gave myself different names because I know how you call me is how or however you address me is how the relationship that we have. And so um, people, you know, family and, and things, you know, people call me Justin. People call me JD. People call me Jay Good. People call me last name Good, you know, as a producer and DJ. So I have all of these different names. And depending on how you address me, I know our relationship. I have, I have one homeboy that calls me Dizzle. And to this day, I tell him if he calls me anything else, I correct him right then. And I was like, dude, you call me Dizzle. You and your wife called me Dizzle. That's all I want to hear from you guys. Like, because like, I know that that's from a sincere place. I don't want to hear you call me anything outside of that, you know? Um, but that's just something that I know. And, and I, and that just goes back to that character creation that you can be who you want to be on social media. You can have that fun. But at the end of the day, true interaction with your fans is what's really going to make or break you. When you go to these shows and you perform your heart out and these people see you, how, how you are on stage and you walk off stage and you shake hands and you take pictures and you tell them, thank you. That goes a whole long way than liking their picture on Instagram. Yeah, that's cool. They got a like, but guess what? Next week, they're probably going to forget about that. They'll never forget about the time that they met you at a show. You shook their hand, took a picture with them, sat down and had a drink with them or ate with them. You know, they'll never forget those type of things. So my my, my thing is always um, opt out for live interaction, you know, in person, real life connections, as opposed to dealing with social media is there is there is good to have fun. You can use it, utilize it. You do need it. It is necessary. But I, I would always opt out for having a real life connection with people. Uh, the Renaissance also asked, he wanted to know about um, explore, exploring ways. Um, I can't read it. Exploitative ways to make money for your brand outside of selling music directly. Um, Man, that's that's a whole nother podcast, man. And I can't really go too deep into that uh, because there's some other things that I'm working on. Truth be told. But in a nutshell, I'll give you this. In order for somebody to buy something from you, they have to believe in you and trust in you and your brand. So before you try to sell anything, whether that's music, merch, uh, anything, 
they got to find a reason to want to buy that. So they have to figure out who you are. So you got to sell you first, sell you as an individual, as a brand. And once those people trust in what you have going on, they'll buy anything from you. But if they don't trust you, good luck on selling CDs, good luck on selling T-shirts, good luck on, on people buying into you, period. They got to like you first. And once they like you, then you can spoon feed and get them to buy different things, but they got to like you first. So um, I, I hope that was good enough for you to renaissance. Um, but I can't, I can't go too deep into that one. Not just yet, man. Um, let's see. Do we have some more questions? Um, uh, the homie Rod McCoy, raw, raw with Rod on all things social media said, uh, who do you look forward to seeing at A3C if you're going? dot 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 um if i can be completely honest and transparent i'm not sure if i'm going a3c this year um i have my reasons um and those that have talked to me offline know my reasons but um i'm just at a point right now where i hmm okay i'll say it. i'm at a point where if either they call me to host a show or call me to um be on a panel i'll be more than welcome to be there um, outside of that, as a media representative, I'm just not comfortable with paying um, to cover an event. And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to go too deep into that. Um, but I'll just say I'm not paying to cover your event. Simple as put. I, I think that we do quality work here. We're a good media uh, source here in Atlanta. And, and so uh, just to be quite frank, I'm not going to pay to cover an event, um, but I will be around. I'm in Atlanta that whole time. Um, and, and so if you are an artist that's coming in the city, uh, like I said, I haven't decided just yet, but more than likely I'm leaning toward not going. Um, the only thing that I am going to miss, truth be told, is the Outkast um, AT Aliens um, tribute. I'm going to miss that. And, and you never know. I may just pop up and, and show up there. But um, outside of that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here in the city. So if you are an artist, uh, I will be around. Um, I'm, I'm willing to meet you somewhere, shake your hand, uh, you know, link up, whatever we got to do. You have my contact. We can definitely uh, link and make it happen. But as far as me being there uh, specifically, I don't know just yet. We have to wait and see. Um, but hey, I think that was the last question that we got. Let's see. I'm going to make sure I don't want to miss anybody else. Um, did we have anything on Snapchat? Uh no, Snapchat don't show me any love. Follow me on Snapchat straight out the den. Um, I'm trying to get my snaps up. Uh, I'm, I'm not that great on Snapchat, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all of the questions that I have here. So um, if you do have more questions, feel free to send those to me on social media. Um, everything is straight out the den. That's STR, the number eight, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. Uh, feel free to send me those questions via email at podcast at straight out the um, Other than that, I really do from the bottom of my heart, appreciate you guys for listening. When I first started this thing here, I didn't imagine it getting where it is now. I just had an idea and I just kind of went full fledged with it and figured it out as I went, uh, learned a lot on the way, changed the uh, focus of this podcast several times, uh, finally got in a good groove of what I liked, you know, felt that it was good for, for everyone. And, you know, that's what seemed to be working out. So, uh, thank you for, 
being along the ride and the journey. Um, If you're new, this is the first time you're hearing the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, Feel free to subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. That's very important. Uh, Go and do that now. Um, Oh, this this is an announcement I need to make and I forgot. But if you're in Atlanta, we are doing a party. It's called Flip Flops and Socks. ATL. That's right. Flip flops and socks. It's just what you think. Everybody needs to wear flip flops and socks. I know you have a crazy combination. We want to see your crazy combination. It's going to be at the music room October 13th. You can pre-order your tickets now. We have early bird tickets going for $5. All you got to do is go to flipflopsandsocksatl.eventbrite.com. Um, go there, get your tickets, get them now, get them early, come to a show. I am going to be DJing along with DJ Five Me Up. It's hosted by Jay Coop and Cheyenne XO. And we have some very special announcements that will be made later on. I can't make those announcements right now, but... Uh, Trust me, you want to be in the building. And I'm not just saying that as a selling point. I'm telling you, you do want to be in the building. Um, And it's kind of, I'll just say it like this. If you're not there October 13th, October 15th, 14th, you're going to be kicking yourself wondering why didn't I show up to Flip Flops and Socks ATL. So make sure you're there. Um, Once again, October 13th at the Music Room. Uh, Doors open up at 8 and we're rocking to 1 o'clock. It's going to be a dope party. You guys are going to have a great time. Uh, you should definitely be there. Also, I'm in New York October 22nd through the 25th. So I need to link with everybody who I can. If you want to link with me, if you got a connection there, make sure you hit me up. You can do all of that social media stuff I gave you early. You can go there and let me know uh, But we're definitely going to be there. And I want to make sure that I network with our New York audience because I know we have when I look at the stats, we definitely have a New York audience. So um, look forward to meeting each and every one of you guys. OK, so uh, with that being said, thank you guys for listening once again. Um, as always, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream and work until that dream becomes a reality. I'm Jay Good, straight out the den. We out. Oh, and by the way, this podcast, shout out to any creative network, man. They've been rolling with us, putting us on a, on a platform and man, it's been so much love over there. Shout out to Indie creative network, big things, big things popping.